Blog Talk Radio. Get your browser on and see IE, Firefox, Chrome, Safari. Get on it. Get on the Crystal Show right now. I am Crystal Hickerson, and I would like to welcome you all to the Crystal Show. There's too many free meals out here, folks. Hey, look, let me pick something. I want the cheddar biscuits. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's going to be cool. It's going to be nice. We're going to talk. We're going to get real down and dirty. Hi, guys. My name's Bessie. You're on the Crystal Show. I didn't call for you to make fun of me. I, 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 I was not, a problem. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you and a little bit at you. People say, well, don't talk about religion and politics. I say, right. yes, talk about it. Talk about it because what do you want to go to a boring cocktail party? <laughs> I don't like her. I mean, how how old are we? What grade are we in? One man, American crime wave. Because the feds knew. Y'all might have to come back because that's going to be a whole different show altogether. That's what I'm talking about. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Crystal Show. This is March still, the celebration of Women's Month, the history of women, the struggle, the celebration, the Hear Me Roar month of March, and I am once again coming back at you with a dedication to my sisters. This show is called True Sisterhood. This is where I will talk about what it means for women to be in relationships with each other, and does it actually exist, the true female bond that we're always hearing about, you know, the yaya sisterhood of the... Of the blue jean, and I'm saying it wrong, (laughs) of the blue jean pants or whatever it is. But the whole idea that women always stick together and that we always have our backs and the whole feminist movement that I am definitely a part of, that women are there for each other, that we are global and amazing sisterhood with each other, that we take the march and take the stand to be there and fight for our rights and all of that. But that is the macro level. Let's bring it back down to the micro level of the relationships that we have with each other as women. Now, I let's first start with this with our own actual biological sisters. Now, for myself, I am an only child, meaning that I grew up alone. Now, it doesn't mean that I didn't have brothers and sisters. I do. I have brothers and sisters on my father's side. And I have wonderful brothers that I have ex- have wonderful experiences with, especially my brother, Mark. If he's listening, Mark, I love you. You are the big bro that I've always had and has always been there for me, despite me being me. <laughs> he always sticks by me, but he always... He sticks by not just me, but he sticks by the rest of us. And the reason why he does that, I think, is because he he wants all of us to be together. Now you say, why aren't we all together? Well, our family of siblings were separated by the fact that we had different mothers. We had the same father, but we had different mothers. So my biological sisters are not my sisters, (laughs) quite frankly. They are women who I share a father with, a father that I got to know as an adult and 
that I love and that I do have a relationship with and that I feel, you know, he's a great man and he's made mistakes, but I don't judge him for any of those and I love him as a father. Now, as far as the siblings are concerned, the sisters, we're not really sisters, you know, we're not. We are women who share a father, and I am saddened by that because, you know, it would have been nice to grow up with them, but it was no fault of their own that we are not close. But that's okay because um, I do see closeness with some of the sisters. They have grown close, and I do feel that I can be close with maybe one or two of my sisters. But that brings us to a really major point of women. Our true sisters, which is the title of this session, our true sisters are our friends. And for me, it was my friends. My friends, I have known many women throughout my life, women from who became my best friends, women in my middle school and high school days where we were a group of girls who had each other's back. We were from different backgrounds, different types of ways of looking at the world. Even in high school, um, we did different things. But we were friends and we were a close group. Two people I've met after high school, into college, and then I ran into the whole sisterhood of Greekdom where there were women who were my friends at first, but then they became Greek which I did not do, although I almost pledged Delta. I always wanted to be an AKA because I love pink and green and I love femininity and I thought that the AKAs, the Alpha Kappa Alphas, were more, you know, feminine and more my kind of girls and the way I think about life and think about femininity. But I almost pledged Delta because my best friend that I grew up with was a Delta. So I, you know, I said, okay. I kind of got coerced to, to pledge but by the time I went to college, which was really only a few years after high school, I was kind of over the whole um, pledging thing, you know. I was really over that. And I wasn't really the kind of, had the kind of mindset that could take on authority. And maybe I never really had that kind of a mindset, and I still don't have that kind of a mindset. I don't really respond well to authority. I don't. There it is. So the whole idea of pledging wasn't for me. So therefore, I couldn't go through with it, you know. I couldn't have some chick telling me what to do and to get up at 2 a.m. in the morning and go do something stupid for them. I just really couldn't do that. My mind wasn't wrapped around that kind of a thing. So the fact of sisterhood and Greekdom was not my thing. And for those of you who are listening, who are a part of Delta, Alpha Kappa Alpha, or whatever, Sigma, fine. I definitely do not say that what you've gone through is any less than what I've gone through or what you know, any woman has gone through. I think sisterhood is amazing. But that's a part of sisterhood that I, you know, quite frankly, couldn't be a part of. Although I went through my college years, had a great time, and just wasn't a Greek. After college, started into the workforce and all that, I found a sisterhood of women that I've met in professional roles, and I experienced so many different things about them. And But the thing about it is, with when you talk about sisterhood, these are, and friendship, these are women that you choose to be a part of your life, and to, you choose women who you, who support you, 
who are there for you. And that's an important thing. It is truly important. What I have found and what I'll talk about in this particular show is the fact that I found women who were strong, determined, and who went through the struggles along with myself who were that we supported each other and that we were there for each other. And I appreciate all of them for being there for me. And I appreciate being there for them. I also discovered women, and I discovered this not just as a, as a professional, but I discovered this, you know, as a child growing up, that sometimes women do not support each other because we are so focused on getting that man, that Prince Charming, that Captain Savaho, or whatever, and we that we attack each other because we feel that these women are our competition, which is horrible. So let's talk about that. First of all, let's talk about single motherhood and the sisterhood of that. In being a single mother, which I was, raising my children by myself, I experienced something amazing, and that is the barter system. Now, for those of you who do not know what the barter system is, for a long time, African Americans, black Americans as I like to be called, we think that we discovered or created the barter system. And maybe we did in a lot of ways. Because the barter system is, I'll give you something, you give me something back, and it has nothing to do with monetary exchange. So I will babysit for you, and you will babysit for me. Or you will give me a loaf of bread, and I will give you a gallon of milk. Or, you know, in my days, I will give you food stamps, you know, to help you out. And and when I need help out, maybe you'll give me a ride to the store. Barter system. And we depended on each other, even down to the fact that I'll give you a, a cigarette, you know, or I give you a beer, you know, all of that, you know, to give you the day or I give you just good conversation. I'll listen to your problems and I'll agree with you and, and all of that. I mean, that is the emotional and financial support that women gave to each other. And it's, I don't think it's just in the African-American community. Um, I think it's across the board, you know, I really do. Women who see each other as single mothers who are struggling, who are maybe going to school, who are maybe working one or two jobs, and we just need help. That's what I experience as a sisterhood as being a single mother. And not only that, but also babysitting and taking care of each other's children. Being that other female to give them not only a lesson in life, about what you need to do to their children, but also an example of what you can do, what you should be doing, and the strength and honor of being a woman on her own, doing what she has to do to take care of her children, and to bring them love, you know, love, just peace and love, to give them a safe haven outside of their own home. This is something that we did for each other. This is was my experience as a single young mother in the projects, in the hood, you know, all of that, and being able to be there for each other. And we did that. When I needed a ride somewhere, I'd call the one 
girl that I knew, the other mother, that my um, my daughter and her daughter were best friends and we became this sisterhood. That was important. She would be there for me, not only to give me a ride or whatever, but also to give me advice, to give me that strength and support and a sounding board that we all need. She was there for me, and I was there for her. Being a mother, you, single mother especially, you go through so much alone by yourself. I Let me tell you something. I would not wish single motherhood on anybody. I really wouldn't because there are so many things that you need. You need support, you know. You need the support of the father. <laughs> he needs the support of who is supposed to be your partner in life to be there for you, to help raise his children, to, you know, to be the person who is going to say, hey, we got this. Together, we can make it happen. We can raise these children. We can build a life. And that is important. However, single mothers don't have that. So we have to depend on each other. And I am so glad that I felt that sisterhood. It was a concrete block that I could fall back on. And even though I didn't think of it that way at the time, that's really what it was. So that is an important sisterhood. So if you right now are young, you're having your children, you're raising children alone, seek out that person to be your barter system, that other single mother. Single mothers, we have to stick together. You, you definitely have to. Stick together with those babies. Be there for your sister to say, hey, anytime you need a, you know, to get them to school, I'll take them, and vice versa. Anytime you need a babysitter when you just got to get out, go on a date, or just whatever, hey, I'll be there for you. I will watch the kids. Anytime you're low on funds, you need food, come. Hey, I have a pantry. You know, come and you know, shop in my pantry and and provide dinner for those kids. Or if nothing else, I know a resource where you can get food or get shelter or you can come stay with me if need be in order to get away from a very abusive, horrible situation. Because let me tell you something, girls, your children should come first, especially even if <laughs> it's your um, father the father of the kids that you're dealing with, and they're abusive, and they're abusive to you, and they're abusive to the child, definitely, you know, seek out your sisters to help you. Now, I will do a show later on about being able, about being alone, and about finding strength in being alone, and, and leaving the situation, leaving this abusive situation with a man who is destroying you mentally, physically, and definitely destroying your children. Get away from them. Get away. I'll definitely do a show on that. But basically right now what I'm talking about is being there for your sisters and being there as a support, as a resource, and as a shoulder to cry on as a sounding board. Okay. Definitely be there for that woman. You know, the next part, as a part of single motherhood, there was definitely, like I was talking about, the barter system, the support system. But what I want to talk about now is relationships. And this is the relationships between you and your 
significant other, your man, your husband, your boyfriend, whatever he is, and the sexual competition that women always seem to have. you got to get away from that, girls. You've got to get away from thinking of the other woman as your competition. Women are not your competition. Now, you may say, well, of course she's my competition because I have a man. She wants my man. So apparently she is my competition. First of all, she's not your competition, girlfriend. He is your problem because it takes two to tango. And if you do not nip that shit in the bud, and that is also a part of being alone, being getting rid of the fear of being alone and standing on your own to say and loving yourself. This is, oh my God, this is definitely about loving yourself. Another show altogether about self-esteem and loving yourself enough to leave this man. If he is sleeping with another person, do not go running after the woman that he's sleeping with. You need to deal with him, okay? The only time you should even consider the woman or even talk to her or in, on any level is if, number one, she happens to be someone that you trust, like your best friend, I mean literal best friend that you call your best friend, your actual sister that you have an actual relationship with, you know, then you definitely want to talk to her about that. But if you don't even know who the hell she is, she could be a woman who doesn't even know you exist. You know, and even if she does know who you, that you exist as the girlfriend or the wife or whatever, that's her issues. You know, that's her issues. What you need to be focused on is the man, your man, your relationship. She is not the competition. She is just... Someone that he is using, just like he's using you, he's using her, okay? So the two of you got a hell of a lot in common. So before you start going and attacking her and trying to beat her up or whatever, that's not going to solve your problem. Your problem is him. He is your goddamn problem, okay? So focus in on that. We as women, we suffer so much in this sexual competition. We even have competition against women that have nothing to do with our man. He may never see her and may never run into her or whatever. He may not even be attracted to her. You think he's a, he could be possibly attracted to her, but he's not. You're looking at her and saying, there's something about her that I like, that I want, I wish I was, or whatever. She's thinner. She's more confident. She's more successful. You think she's prettier. You know, then we get into the whole race things thing of she's white or whatever. You know, it's like it's so ridiculously stupid. You shouldn't even be focusing on in on that. Women, we should not fight against each other. It's just not productive. It's not a way to be successful and it hurts us ourselves our inside our our depression our low self-esteem it hurts that more than it hurts her and definitely more than it hurts this guy this dick forgive my french <laughs> but this dick who is using you and going out and sleeping with somebody else when you learn that when you suspect it it's probably happening 
because we have that spider sense, you know, as women. We have that innately as part of our biological, and I can go into that. That could be a whole show within itself. But the thing is, don't fight her. Do not fight the other woman. And don't allow the other woman to fight you. If she comes at you like, oh, this is my man, and or he loves me more than he loves you, you know what the best thing to say is? You know what? You're right. He has to love you, or he has to love himself more than he loves me. And when you come to that conclusion, that's when you get rid of someone who doesn't love you, doesn't respect you, doesn't is not there to help you or to support you. So why would you want this person in your life, this toxic, toxic, toxic person in your life? Get rid of him and don't even be concerned with downgrading your sister. But we do this so many times over time and I hate it but we do it relationships ladies men are not the end all to be all of who you are they just are not and if ever you find yourself getting lost in making sure that you take care of him making sure that you try to turn him into this idealistic unrealistic person You need to stop and say, you know what, I need to think about me. I need to think about my kids. I need to think about how I can make my life better, how I can be the best person I can be. And then, only then, can you truly find someone compatible to who you truly are. And that that is really the truth. But let me tell you something, that's going to mean that you're going to have to be alone for a little while. That also means that you may have to spend a few lonely Saturday nights being by yourself, eating popcorn, watching HBO. That may also mean that you may have to endure some of the ridiculous, disrespectful questions of, oh, so you're cute, you, you know, you got a nice job. So why are you single? What's wrong with you? You're going to have to deal with that. And you're going to have to look at them and smile and say, hey, I just haven't found the compatible person for me. And you have to. You have to find that person who's truly not only compatible for you, but someone who can actually do good in your life. But don't get that mixed up with finding someone who is just good for you. This great guy who sweet, nice, kind, whatever, but you are totally unattracted to. That's another show that's coming up. Do not get yourself involved with someone you are definitely not attracted to. You're settling. Don't settle. Just enjoy being alone. Guess what you can do when you're alone? You can watch any TV program you want to. You don't have to watch any sports if you don't want to. You can enjoy a bubble bath with some jazz and some candles. You can go to any movie theater you want and watch any movie you want without someone sitting next to you going, Ugh, what is this name of this stupid story again? Or falling asleep next to you? Ugh, I hated that so much. You can enjoy yourself. You can enjoy your sisters. Enjoy your friends. Just be with them and enjoy being happy 
because you are actually happy. Not because some guy is making you happy. Because he's taking you out on these stupid romantic things, dinners or whatever, just to keep you happy while he's out sleeping with somebody else. Just be happy with yourself first. Loving yourself, loving your friends, loving being you. And then, along the way, guess what? You'll meet that person who is actually compatible for you. All right, guys. I am Crystal Hickerson. Thank you so much for listening, and I want to leave you with this. Beauty is about being comfortable in your own skin. It's about knowing and accepting who you are. And this was a quote from the beautiful, exciting, extremely funny Ellen DeGeneres. I would like to dedicate this show and definitely dedicate March Women's Month to my mother, Carol Ann Cheney, and to my grandmother, Gertrude Cheney, Mama Gert, who is definitely two of the strongest women I have ever had the pleasure of not only knowing, but sharing complete sisterhood DNA with. Thank you so much for listening, and Alicia Keys is going to sing us out. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Crystal Show. Peace, two fingers. On the corner selling rock
The Crystal Show was created, written, and hosted by Crystal Hickerson. It is produced and co-hosted by Andre Saunders. The Crystal Show is owned and operated by Trinity Productions. For more information on the show, please visit thecrystalshow.com. Thank you for listening.